a savage. Been that way since the beginning. Me and Twizzy, friendly spitters. Why the hell is y'all pretending? We just youngins on the loose. Ain't no need for apprehending. And we never second guessed it. Cause we always had a vision. I'm a beast, I'm a dog. Tell me what's the plan of action when I tell you that I want it. Pull them up like Janet Jackson. Put your name on the boat. But you know I'm still a captain when the liquor's in my system, baby. up man hey kurt how's it going good how are you good good you know just um busy busy wednesday i guess <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, you. it's it's been pretty busy i've been on clubhouse 24 7 talking to influencers uh i've been also working my nine to five i'm in okay. it um oh, okay yeah yeah so i do some database stuff for my job and uh you know i just try to find people that are in their best physical shape and mental health possible. Cause I try to give people um, a, a new perspective on life, you know, especially for those who are finding the pandemic to be a little uh, tough and it's just a tough time, man, because maybe, maybe like, you know, for you, it's probably like a great time to train, but for someone else, they may not feel the need to train. And I was just like, you know, your profile or your profile seemed very interesting when I first saw it. I just thought it was like, amazing how you take care of yourself and even more amazing like i think you've been in competitions right yeah yeah i compete a little bit here and there yeah yeah so i i, I saw like that spray tan and you know all that i was like damn so he he competes so you know i just i just wanted to kind of reach out to you but uh man where, where are you from is it, i see like two flags on your profile right now um so, so you're I'm from actually, japan i'm actually from hawaii born and raised in hawaii but actually i'm in dc like in the southern part of maryland right now cool mm -hmm. yeah so no no that's 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 that, that's dope i'm actually from jersey so you know dc is like a few hours from me oh okay um i've definitely been there a bunch of times to drink a couple buddies and actually have a couple family living there as well and gotcha. uh you know it's just a, it's a good town it's very historical actually and it has good bars and stuff and you know we we go around like the main you know the main attractions and things right, like right. that um but other than that, man, that's 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 dope. So in DC, how how is it like growing up for you there? And how did you learn to be so you know fit? I think that's the one big question everyone would be everyone would be wondering if they met you. Um, so I actually grew up playing baseball. Um, I actually grew up in Hawaii, like I was mentioning earlier. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up playing baseball. Uh, weightlifting was always like a huge thing for me. Um, I guess throughout college, I continued weightlifting and got kind of into powerlifting and I was kind of prepping into powerlifting and prepping myself into doing uh, one of my first meets. Um, I want to say this is back in 20, 2015 ish, 2012 to 2015 around mm. there. Right. Um, then, then I just, I don't know, all of the, out of the blue, I just hit a wall and I just wasn't that interested in powerlifting anymore. And that's kind of when huh. the men's physique era kind of started to come about. And that's kind of when 
uh, bodybuilding for me kind of it kind of sparked my interest. Uh, I guess that whole new division of men's physique. I want to say it's about, it was about one or two years new. Um, and yeah, I, the rest is history. I fell in love with the, with the sport, fell in love with the, with the workouts, fell in love with the dieting and just, yeah, like I said, it's just history from there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's amazing because, you know, you post like your, prog your progression and a couple of workouts too. Mm -hmm. And you seem like you've, you know you've definitely over the years you've grown into like this like massive person and i i definitely applaud you for that because you know there's that bump that everybody hits and you're just like man should i keep going or should i try something new and it takes guts to almost change you know what i mean right, because right. you're so comfortable in that spot because you're like okay i feel feel uh comfortable here i you know like um you know i'm pushing myself to the limits i understand all the workouts but then when you change almost in that fitness uh you know that 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 usual goal that you know you've been trying to hit it's almost like a whole new body shift um even for me i was a crossfitter and i char i started uh, you know because of the pandemic i started uh, experimenting with different programs online because you know all the gyms were closed and even the crossfit gyms around my house because of sanitation issues they they were closed so um, I ended up in, from CrossFit, from CrossFit, I started doing HIT and P90X. Okay. Um, I thought I was pretty fit, but it was still pretty challenging. Uh, and I guess it was just more of a shock for my body because I wasn't used to some of the movements. Uh -huh. um, and that was one of the things that I found fascinating that, you know, when you really challenge the body, actually, it's kind of for me, it's more enticing and it's more um, fun to try out new things. Uh, I realized like when I was putting myself in, oh, I'm a CrossFitter and let me just stick stick with CrossFit and let me not venture out and do different things. My body would kind of stop growing. It would, um, it almost knew like, okay, like we're used to these like movements, these compound movements, you know, power snatches, burpees. But mm -hmm. when I changed, I saw more progress, progress and results through the change, it, not only from diet, but from different workouts and you know, I, I was always like very comfortable with my workouts and stuff, but now I, I love trying new things and podcasts being one of them. Um, that's why I just reached out to you today. And I just thought it was interesting to see your background. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I just think it's, it's so sick that, you know, clubhouse kind of gives us like a platform to meet new people and, right, right, absolutely. you know, and you know, I was in that room too, before with you, I think it was, they were talking about like, you know, not to sidetrack, but I think we were in a room full of a, like a clubhouse. It was about like, you know, dominance, male and female. And I thought it was, just, <laughs> it, was a, it was a funny, it was a funny discussion. So, you know, but what what's your take on that? Actually, I would want to know as well. You know, we're trying to deep dive in the person you are. So what's uh, your take on dominance with male and females? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not somebody who's like super strong viewed on one way or the other. Um, I honestly feel like, you know, each person in the relationship is going to be, has their strengths and they're going to have their weaknesses. So I think it should be well balanced. Um, whether you're stronger in one thing like finances, then yeah, that person should be more dominant in taking over the finances for that relationship. And mm -hmm. the other person might be stronger in, who knows, household things. And that person should be more dominant in that. But I, I think there's definitely always going to be a give and take within a relationship. That's just my point of view. Um, I, I think so. that's the one thing that women and male kind of fail to understand. Like you have to find somebody that will be a good balance versus a good 
somebody that will just be like insecure. Right. I think if you find someone that's insecure, you should let them go. You shouldn't give them so many chances mm-hmm. uh, unless, you know, you, you, you see that they're willing to change. And it's actually really rare to find people like that. Um, but I, I really believe like, you know, if you're somebody that has, you know, even, even comparing the gym, if you, if you've tasted change before, whether mm-hmm. it's physical or mental, you're one of those people, right? You're, right, you're open right. to change. But if you're somebody that's never worked out, that's never tried something new, I think those are the people I'm saying you should drop because, you know, you know, words on clubhouse are very sensitive. So you have to be very, um, you have to understand like how you're articulating something. Absolutely. But, but for me, it's about, do you prefer just, you know, going after the guy that's going to be always insecure and that's never going to take a leap of faith, get out of his comfort zone and accept you for the way you are versus like, you know, male and female dominance. And then, you know, if someone has more money or, you know, cause also it can be reversed too. What if the female has more money and the male feels in, like the male's a nice guy, but the female is like over him, like, yo, I got more money. You better make this much. Like you never know. Right. 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 Because like you hear all these females being like, Oh, men are like this, but also females can be like that too. Just to put both of them on an equal spectrum of things. Um, but yeah, I definitely see like, you know, it can be a dominance from both perspective, you know? Uh-huh. And, and I think, honestly, everyone should just find their passion in life and then kind of go from there. Once you find your passion, you kind of find your motive, you kind of find your path, your drive, kind of puts you on a road. And then from there, everything kind of almost seems to fall together. Um, no, definitely. Trying, yeah. No, definitely. And I think this, is, this was a great time to do it, too, because when you're kind of cooped up at your house – we're never going to have time like this again. I feel, especially uh-huh. with loved ones, just being home as often. Like, yeah, I, I lift and stuff and I go to the gym, but the amount of time, family time I've ever had have, has been over like a million hours. Um, I think just being so, so close with people and even going on clubhouse, right? Like once things open up, I don't think we're going to have time to discuss these kind of topics that, that frequently because of, you know, everyone's going to be out and about if the pandemic's not around. And I, I think that, you know, it's, it's how you make of it and it's how, how well you apply yourself. Right. Like these right. are your golden years. Um, I, I like, you know, for example, after this, you're going, you're still dedicating time to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's amazing because, you know, it's one thing to say like, Oh, you know, you're going to go to the gym versus you're still going to go after everything you do in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's pretty powerful. Right, right. You know, I always, I always thought about that. People always ask me, they're always like, oh, Kurt, why do you go to the gym after you're so tired? How do you do it? How do you find this drive? How do you find this energy? Mm-hmm. And I always like to think back on it. And I, I, I think to myself, why did I really start this whole bodybuilding thing? And once I can find that, connect my current emotion to that passion of why I started, it all puts it together and it gets my ass out of bed or gets my ass uh, off the couch after a long day and it gets me into the gym. Um, you know, and I, no, I like and... to push myself, uh, you know, and see yeah. at the end of the day, how much weight can I do? How much, how many sets can I do? How, how pumped up can I look? And it really challenges my body challenges my, my mind. If that kind of makes sense. Any sense. Are you, are you trying to go for more of the shredded look or are you trying to gain muscle at the moment? Uh, right now, I'm in my off season. Um, I'm trying to put on a whole ton of weight. Um, 
And then I'm going to be going for my pro card in December and we'll see if mm -hmm. I'm pro quality then, but I, I've got a, quite a while. So I'm going to try to pack on some size, pack on some muscle and then maybe around August or September, depending on when my coach gives me the green light, we'll start shredding out from there. Do, do you feel like that kind of stuff kind of keeps you sane because you don't have to always be shredded at all times in the day? Because that's not possible, right? You can't be yeah, shredded. Yeah, absolutely. Constantly. Being shredded like that, that 3 to 5% body fat, that is absolutely not healthy to do. That's 3 to 5%? Holy yeah, I want to say about there. Oh my God, that that that's that's dedication, man. That, I was gonna say because you don't look like the, you look very like like chiseled in a sense, mm -hmm. um, you know. And I I don't think it's an easy level to reach. Uh, I've never reached that kind of level in my life. Um, and I just think it's it's sick that you can even, you know, compete, you know, and even be pro qualified and you know finally like being like a competition like this because not many people can even say they can even do it you know right, I mean, right you could do boxing you could do fighting but really like like making your body to go to that length and it's all it's all mental too right mental absolutely it is 100 mental and, and it's a sport where it's not like you train once a day or you go to practice once a day or you even go to practice twice a day like two a days for you know whatever sports you're in football baseball basketball whatever you are around the clock in bodybuilding, training and dieting and sleeping and consuming your water, consuming your vitamins, all of your supplements and all of that stuff. So it, it's definitely tolling on the body. And for somebody to say that they've competed um, at multiple shows throughout the year, multiple years, it is wow. they are one hell of a strong person mentally and physically. And that's not even counting the injuries, right? Because Correct. In, in bodybuilding, you have to to get the gains you have to do the forms correctly but i feel not many people know that if you don't do certain exercises correctly that hypertrophy or like that um you know certain parts of you won't grow but you know you could get injured like pretty badly like i've seen people do squats um i've seen people get injured i've seen people like when i was in crossfit they used to do those uh plyometrics jumping on boxes uh -huh. and people have destroyed their shins on them Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. It's dangerous. And uh, I mean, I, given like, you know, as long as you stretch and, you know, hopefully you're, you know, you're not too hard on yourself, you can get away with it. But it, it's 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 so much effort. And it's not just, oh, you're this like fit guy. You actually work your ass off for it. And I think, you know, it's just credit to you, man. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. How many times in a day do you... um. I guess at the gym or is, is, is mainly like your focus, your diet at this moment, because you're trying to pack on weight. Um, diet is always around the clock, uh, every day of the year, uh, about six meals. You try to space them out two to three hours apart. You try to constantly feed those muscles. Um, at the gym, mm, cardio is not that high. It's 20 minutes, five times a day, five times a week. Currently, uh, I'll, I'll still train just as hard. Um, I don't know. It just seems easier right now in the off season, just because you have all those carbs coming in. So you have a lot of energy and you never feel so drained if that kind of makes sense. Um, and are necessarily carbs bad because there, is it true when they say there's good carbs and bad carbs? So what is your like rebuttal to that or opinion on that? Because um, is that true? Because I feel like since you're just trying to gain weight, shouldn't you just enjoy as you're gaining or do you disagree and you think you know just always have clean carbs is the way to go i i always think that clean carbs are going to be better than dirty carbs like uh 
a Snickers bar is never going to be as good as a cup of rice. True. Right? Mm. Um, simple sugar, sugars versus uh, complex sugars. Um, but, you know, I think in the off season, yeah, you can enjoy different carbs a little bit more. My coach will put in different carbs. He'll put in bread, bagels, or he'll put in fruits, or he'll give me more cheat meals. What more. a great coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great coach. I no wish, Snickers if bars, I had a coach, right? I wish I had that. My coach restricted the shit out of me. Oh, really? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just trying to cut and CrossFit. Like, I was, I was just trying to cut, like, hardcore because I was a little overweight. So, you know, I, I was I was basically, like, 31% body fat. Now I'm, like, okay. 17. Oh, wow. Um, That's a huge difference. Yeah. Huge. Man. Thank you. Thank you. It was achievable only in seven, eight weeks. It was just, like, it was basically a rabbit diet with basically, like, a lot of hit. Because, you know, just if your folk, primary focus is just, you know, weight loss, that would be the route to go. Because it, it, at one point, I just felt like it was just too much fat coming from me. Uh-huh. Um, so I just I just wanted to lose it. So, you know, she put me on a plan. And of course, you know, afterwards, I can have like whatever. But, you know, in, in those eight weeks, I, I was just like counting down the days, man, especially at right. the end. Oh, my God. I missed ice cream so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you start craving like things i don't know if it's the same for you but if i don't eat carbs for like a lot of carbs carbs taste way better after you go back to them you know yeah absolutely man absolutely i'm not i'm not a like professional on the whole dieting thing but i Mm -hmm. think it has something to to do with your leptin levels and on how those hormones work um something like if you eat if you fast on carbs for a while and then you eat some carbs and then your leptin levels like spike or drop, then you start craving them even more. It's, it's pretty insane. Um, I can remember, I can recall like during, during my preps when I was cutting, um, I would have like almost no carbs throughout the day and just these small like cream of rice or like these little meals with rice in them would just be so satisfying. But once I finished the show and I was starting to increase more carbs, oh man, I did not want to eat that anymore. I wanted candy. I wanted ice cream. I wanted, you know what I mean? All the good carbs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. I, I, after uh, like, you know, I, I, I stopped with this uh, CrossFit. I was like, you said, craving all those things and more, mm-hmm. you know, I had McChickens and things and I gained like six pounds back, but it wasn't drastic because my workouts were still good. And I think my body went through um, a kind of like a big change in metabolism. Uh-huh. So I've been able to keep that weight off. Thank God. Cause you know, I've heard stories where people like shred like quickly and they gain it all back. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't want to be in that situation. Uh, but I'm glad that, you know, I was able to keep that weight off for two years and even it's still off now. Thank God. Oh, wow. But uh-huh. yeah, because, you know, 31% to 17 is huge, but I was assuming I would gain some back. Um, I was just hoping I wouldn't go back to 31%, you know, like I'm probably 20% now, you know, still, it's not a huge, huge thing, but my ideal weight would be, I would say hitting 11%. So what would you recommend? Because for me, I have a lot of stubborn fat. Um, you know, I've never been in that 5% range in my whole life. So what would you be like the most healthiest approach, uh, when it comes to shredding, even advice for me or the audience, anyone that's trying to lose weight, um, is there any tech new techniques you recommend? Um, or is it just the, you know, the usual counting calories? You know, it doesn't have to be so boring as you think and so extreme as you mm-hmm. think of just 
dialing in and cutting out all the carbs and being so tired and drained and doing tons of cardio throughout the day. It doesn't have to be like that. When you look at it like that, you're thinking of bodybuilders and you're thinking that they are on the far, far, far end of the spectrum on the very extreme side for your general general person. Um, all you have to do is just cut out the fast foods, cut out the soda, uh, increase your water, get on a meal plan that's more healthy, you know, have, have fruit, have rice, have bread, but eat consistently throughout the day. So you're not binging at the end of the day and you're going to sleep with a full stomach and waking up bloated, you know, space your meals out and do that. And once you kind of get consistent over hell four four weeks ish or so, mm-hmm. it kind of, kind of uh, puts you into a habit, puts you into a routine and it kind of creates a lifestyle for you. And once you're at that lifestyle, you've kind of, you're going to already see your weight to start to come down and you're going to enjoy it more. And once you're at that point, then you can kind of start playing with the, the macros. You can kind of start dropping the carbs, increasing your water, increasing your cardio, pushing a little harder in the gym, and you'll really start to see change in your body and your physique. And at that point, it's history for you. You're going to fall in love with it. If you don't fall in love with it, then... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that point, like you're saying, you're saying basically go through the entire like process, but basically you're saying be in a in a state of like I guess balance and then maybe yeah. like you know, just like you know, be patient and mm-hmm. you know, just you know, don't don't expect results quickly from the mm-hmm. way you said 4 or 5 weeks. Right, right. Um but also just stay consistent. Um Yeah, absolutely. If I could put one more thing out there, Think about it sure. this way: like when when the pros get on stage or when they start their prep, they're they're prepping for about twelve to sixteen weeks, and a lot of them are pretty damn lean at that point. I want to say they're about ten percent. So if you have the general male who's held fifteen to twenty percent, you got to think that it's going to take you a little bit longer than what the pros are doing or these professional bodybuilders of twelve to sixteen weeks. So you can't expect these perfect results and. It's yeah just realistic yeah if it's taking them that long how can we as people expect mm-hmm. ga- gains quicker than them right absolutely and, and i also think like pros definitely um what do you call they are on a whole different um you know meal plan and stuff but i also think like their th- their mentality is the same as ours um mm-hmm. did you ever find it tough once you were five percent body fat any health issues because that's like a very really like solid cut right um so i like because i don't know how it feels to be like that's a do you recommend it besides bodybuilding um for competitions Um, but is it too much um that's you know that's honestly personal preference um if you're worried you could always do blood work get your blood work drawn before and after to see i guess what damage you might have done okay Um, if you want to get lean for like a vacation or a wedding or a special event, I, you know, I recommend that. Okay. Um, okay. So you can still, you can still get to that three to 5% range if it's not just a competition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to take a little bit more. It's going to, you're going to be a little bit more dedicated than your average person just trying to lose like 20 pounds or so, or just lose a couple sizes on their waist to fit into a certain pair of jeans that they wanted to fit into. But yeah, yeah, definitely achievable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I actually had a friend. He he keeps gaining weight. No, he keeps losing weight because um for him gaining weight has always been an issue. So yeah. he went from a thirty six to a thirty one waist oh, size, gosh. and he was like 
he, he spent the whole summer training two times a day, eating really well. Cause all, you know, when you're much more, I guess, like not as heavy, you know, all, all you have to do is just eat clean and eat just more of that. So he ate very like, you know, 2000, 2200 calories per day, um, worked out twice a day, gained like 20 to 30 pounds over the course of the summer. The dude went from 30, 36 weight size to like 31. Wow. It was huge. It was huge. And he wow. was good looking, but man, <laughs> when I saw crazy. him again, like, like this past a week, oh my God, I was like, how? And he's like, yeah, man, I can't fit my old pants. I can't fit my new pants. He just, <laughs> he was a mess. That is awesome. That is awesome. And you know, the, the funny thing is like, once you start losing weight, you start feeling better about yourself and confident. you feel more confident. Yeah. And you feel more confident. You feel like you have more energy. I mean, it's just a great overall feeling. And I recommend to anybody who's trying to lose weight or get into better shape to do it, to don't put it off until next Monday. Don't say the diet starts next Monday. Just do it. Just start doing something proactive. I think, I think as humans, we're programmed to almost assume we're going to do it tomorrow, but that day never comes. Yep, absolutely. I tell myself that every time every day i'll do this tomorrow i'll do this tomorrow but i think it's right. just beneficial that you just get into action and do it just if not if, if not with your work i feel you can do it with the gym you know Absolutely. I mean, we all have issues with work right work's mm-hmm. always been it's always going to be in your life education will always be in your life but the gym honestly the way i see it, it's like like you said if you lose a lot of weight that's going to be a permanent thing you're not going to gain it back unless if you you know, change your habits up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the gym is always going to be there. It's always going to be open. It's just whether or not you want to go and if you have the drive to go. And I like to tell a lot of my friends who aren't into bodybuilding, I say, it doesn't matter if you have a really good workout in the gym or you have a really crappy workout in the gym. Any workout in the gym is better than none. Absolutely. And even even if you start small, you know, I've... Mm -hmm. I remember when I was uh, much weaker, I couldn't even do two or three push-ups as a, like, I guess, close to an obese man. Uh-huh. And it was not because of the fact that I lacked strength. I just lacked strength in all these other areas of my body besides my arms. My arms were actually pretty big. I could lift, you know, if you're like pushing something, you can lift something like pretty heavily. But right. to do a mere push-up, it was pain because, you know, everywhere around your body, there's just more and more, you know, fat and muscle tissue and you know it's just it's just really hard and feeling like that i I don't think i'll go back because i had a huge transformation um Uh but you know just i've been in that boat man and i I know what you mean you just feel more confident even even like dating or seeing your friends and them telling you like hey you look great it's an achievement you know like when other people tell you it's a great feeling yeah absolutely can completely relate to that yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's just one of those things that I will always I, I'll always appreciate when it comes to, uh, you know, fitness. Um, but is there anything else you want to share? Do you have your own podcast? Is there any you know, future uh, plans for you? Like what is in the future of Kurt? I don't know how to say your last name. How do you Okita. say it? Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Let's backtrack. What's in the future of Kurt Okita? <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, I'm just kind of hanging out, enjoying my life, enjoying my dieting, enjoying a little bit more food in my life. Um, you know, eventually I want to turn pro in bodybuilding. And from there, I would like to make an impact on others' lives, uh, whether that's training them, helping them diet or, or whatnot. Um, 
I don't have a podcast. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not. You very... could make one, or you can be yeah. on this one again. I mean, yeah, I'd I have no to. issues I'd with you to. being on this one. But <laughs> I think to. it's great, man. Just like the way I created this thing a year or two ago, the feedback I've got from people, dude, I was not a confident person. I was not somebody that likes to speak in front of people and meet new people. I always was scared of that. I'm slowly getting not scared of it and being more open and vulnerable. Uh, but just people have been like, yo, like I got more fit because of you. I like watch what I eat. I meditate, I yoga, you know, and, okay. and, you know, it's just people have reached out to me. Um, and they, they're like, yo, I listen to your podcast. So, you know, I just, I love doing this. This is, this is just a hobby. Um, there's no, like, you know, a backhanded uh, reason for this. It's just, you know, it's just for fun and, you know, I think it's great for people like you and me who can share experiences because I think at the end of the day, if you can help people, even as a pro bodybuilder, that will go longer than you just being a pro bodybuilder because people right. do different things now. Um, it's about diversity, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. How often do you do these podcasts? I'm just curious. Uh, I do it whenever I get a chance. I'm not like a, I'm not like a, like a thick show, but I'm basically like I recently I've been doing two or three people per week. Okay. So I want the consistency to keep going. Um, but, you know, if I don't get anyone for that week, it's not a, you know, it's not an end all be all. But, um, you know, I just kind of find people on Clubhouse, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And surprisingly, people love podcasts. I think it's becoming very apparent because you're getting you're getting those like conversations out. But you can like listen to them when you're on a run. You can listen to them when you're like, you know, going on your commute to work, coming back from work. Um, you know, even if you're bored at a wedding and it's not your wedding, you know, you can, <laughs> you can just sit there and like, be like, yo, I got to listen to my boy, Kurt Okita, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, like, you know, true. that's awesome. Uh, yo, but we'll definitely look up in DC, man. I mean, yeah, if I'm ever there, true. we'll gra grab a drink and, uh, you know, we can we'll probably get a workout together and maybe you can show me something, some new yeah, stuff, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to, um, if you have, if you, I'd, I'd love to be on your podcast in the future. Um, just let me of know. Course. Of course. Of course. Chop up different subjects. It doesn't always have to be about bodybuilding or fitness for me. I'm always open to talking about whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I think I think it's great. And you have a really open mindset and a healthy perspective on things. So I think it'll be an amazing addition to the audience. And people in the audience like love. They're like really good, positive people. So from my experience, I, I definitely would love to have you on the podcast and we can, we can even talk about like, uh, you know, things that have affected you growing up, maybe even how new diets are effective. Um, you know, the way on, on a day to day, what do you eat? What do you not eat? Um, you know, there's so many things we can cover, uh, what kind of lifting you do when you're at the gym. Do you need a gym? You know, you, we can, gotcha. we can go take it there too. Cause you know, there's people travel, you know, I interviewed a guy before, on this podcast who was a traveler he loved traveling he was a chef but dudes ripped out of his mind and um you know it, it was because he he developed habits that you know forced him to still work out wherever whenever you know so i i think you know especially people who travel you know when you go to these different countries and they're backpackers and they don't have an access to a gym they just have a workstation and they have to wake up they somehow do a couple you know of their own kinds of workouts and they still just watch what they eat in whichever country they're in so I definitely think it's such a healthy to have, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with you. All right. So, yo, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, so I really appreciate your time, bro. And, yo, we'll stay in touch. And shoot, feel free to follow me on Insta. And I'll 
tell people to follow you. Everybody go follow, follow Kurt Okita on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's an aspiring bodybuilder, right? Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Really appreciate you having me. Really appreciate to have you, bro. Thank you. See you next Thanks. time. All right. All right. See ya. I feel like a man If I said I can do it It's cause I know that I can Not the illest I'm not the trillest But you know one day I will be And this song is like a movie Get them cameras out And film me This the real me And I swear to God You know it's all just meant to be I'm going hard I study games So now I'm about to make history I'm going in with my doing shit I do this shit I'm used to this Said pound for pound I break it down